0: It is early January and we are back in the swing of things. And for some, that means long to do lists. If you've got a lot on your plate, it can be easy to fall into overwhelm and ease up on taking care of yourself. But in the long run, that won't help us. So what will? Stay tuned, because today I'm sharing some secret strategies I teach clients for how to remain calm when you're faced with all the things. Kate Woolsey, your holistic life coach and host of the Joy Finding Podcast, where we explore simple, sustainable ways to find more joy and fulfillment in your day-to-day. Today, I'm walking you through some strategies to improve your work-life balance. We're talking how to look at your to-do list in a new way, how to stay calm in the face of overwhelm or even chaos, and of course, how to make it all feel a little more joyful. Let's dig in. One of the jobs that I had when I worked at a children's hospital was submitting grants. So all of the PIs and the research coordinators and the regulatory specialists will compile all of the pieces. And at the end of the line, I was there to put in all the last minute details and press submit. We're talking multi-million-dollar federal money on the line. I remember a particular grant submission and it was coming down to the wire. Submissions were due that day, had to be postmarked by 5 p.m. The clock was ticking, and I was just getting all the last-minute details that I needed. I had my chief and the head PIs waiting outside of my office door for the final inputs to be completed so we could submit it. It was intense, and somehow through it all, I remember being clear as a bell calm, steady, focused. I didn't buckle under pressure. I just honed in on what had to be done and made it happen. I remember them being so surprised and in awe and just curious, like, how can you stay so calm when there's so much happening? I'm sure you've been in situations like this too, when it seems everything is on the line. You've got a huge time crunch, there's a lot of pressure, and yet there you are, cool as a cucumber, just in the zone, making it happen. How is this possible? Today, we're going to deconstruct how and why this happens so that we can use it to our advantage to diffuse overwhelm. So how is this possible? How can we have so much going on in such a high-stress situation and remain totally calm? I say it's a combination of a few things. First is clarity. In these situations, we know exactly what to do. There are very clear limits to the scope of work and there's an expected deadline or time frame. This enables you to be productive and focused far more easily and more effectively than any other type of motivation or factor could elicit. Secondly, you are meant for this. Even though there's intense pressure and high expectations, there's also this sense of alignment where there's a match between your skill sets, interests, the task at hand, which enables you to rise to the occasion and do some of your best work. I picture it like those free throw shooters or if you watch the World Cup, the folks that score goals when it comes down to penalty kicks. Like The world is watching. Millions of people. It comes down to five final shots for each team. And here they are, cool as a cucumber, knocking it into the corner. They are meant for this, and you are meant for the work in your life as well. Third, you're in what I like to call Mary Poppins mode. Now, Mary Poppins is a classic movie about a magical nanny who cares for two young children. And there's a scene where they have to clean up their nursery. Mary Poppins snaps her fingers and says, the job's a game. She begins singing, a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down. And as she stands there... Firmly planted in the center of the room, she starts flailing her arms and objects, toys, clothes, books, they all begin to swirl around her, traveling to their assigned tidy places by invisible magic. There's a flurry of activity, and yet there's Mary Poppins standing in the center, making all of it happen, looking completely effortless. Here, I like to think of Mary Poppins as being the eye of a hurricane. Everything outside of her appears chaotic and in flux. There's a huge momentum swirling around her. And yet, there in the center, in the eye of the storm, there's nothing but peace, tranquility, and essentially a bit of control. So how can we apply this to your life and that never-ending list of to-dos on your desk? How can we take a situation at work that feels overwhelming or a time of day at home that feels hectic and make these things easier for you? Well, if you're my client, I might encourage you to implore Mary Poppins thinking. Here, we use the visual of Mary Poppins to reclaim our own sense of control, steadiness, and calm in an otherwise busy or stressful situation. As we visualize the things that we have to do swirling around us, which let's face it, sometimes it just feels like that anyways, as we picture it, we recognize that we are impenetrable to them. They are external factors, which we can influence, but they can't really phase us unless we allow them to. Next, we apply your unique magic, a.k.a. your strengths, your gifts, your skill sets, to make the situation better. You solve problems using your own unique wizardry. For some, they're really good at designing solutions. Others are great at organizing messes. Others still are super creative. Whatever your gift is, we lean into it. We apply it to the messy situation and remain strictly solution focused. Meaning, what will make this better? What will move the needle? Because once we've discovered that something is uncomfortable or potentially overwhelming or stressful, that is just the beginning of our job. Once we've identified something as uncomfortable or potentially stressful, it is up to us to use that information to implement a solution that both suits us and the situation at hand that creates a meaningful improvement or desired result. Let me give you an example. One of my clients was a busy working parent. She was the VP at a firm, and she also had young kids at home. She found the invisible workload of being a working parent really stressful. She talked about how challenging it could be to find time to both spend with her young children after a long day at work, plus having so many things to do when she got home, like emptying the dishwasher, doing the laundry, making dinner, She's also a really gifted designer and a very creative problem solver. So we put her skills to work via Mary Poppins thinking. I challenged her to come up with a way to pair these two together. How could she spend more time with her kiddos while doing the tedious things she needed to do around the house after work? How could she leverage those things as an opportunity to spend more time with each of her kids one-on-one? It is a small shift, a low-cost adjustment, but it changed everything. By pairing her household tasks with a child, her results were threefold. She got to spend time with her kids one-on-one. She helped them learn responsibility and involve them in age-appropriate activities around the house. Plus, she made a once-boring chore something of meaning, value, and fun. And as a bonus, The shift was small enough and had such a big impact that it's easy to sustain, right? She's not going back to doing her things on her own anytime soon. Now she's feeling less burnt out on housework and more connected to her kids. How about another example? I work with a client who's an absolute systems wizard. She's a CEO and everything that is complex, she simplifies. There are times for her at work, due to the deadline nature of her business, that are completely high capacity. Everything's happening at once, and she has to oversee her team, put out fires, predict and prevent other fires, all while keeping her clients happy, making her clients more money, and keeping her own sanity. Message her on a certain day of the week, and you might get a response. There's a lot happening here, but she doesn't feel overwhelmed anymore. What has she learned to do in these moments? Instead of feeling overwhelmed, she now feels empowered. She recognizes her own Mary Poppins nature, both as the steady magician who puts everything to bed, who stays calm in the center of this huge flurry of activity. Plus, she seeks out ways to make it more fun. She's learned how to gamify it for herself. As a result, she's not stressed out in a traditional burnt-out sense anymore. Now she's connected the dots and recognizes how uniquely poised she is to step into leadership under these exact circumstances. And days like this, though busy, have now become deeply rewarding and fulfilling. And this is possible for you too, my friend. All it takes is thinking about things in a new way, leveraging your own skill set and helping it work for you. Now, I have to add that when we are in high stress situations, there is an accompanying amount of self-care or rebounding that is absolutely required. We cannot expect ourselves to thrive in high stress situations for extended periods of time or even day after day without allowing ourselves proper time to rest, restore, and re-energize. The details of which are a podcast for another day, but I just need to highlight that message for you. Even though we can make stressful situations better and reduce their hectic nature, we also have to take care of ourselves and be realistic about what extended exposure to these types of events might have on our long-term well-being. But for now, making them better, making them more tolerable, more effective, that's a huge win. And one worth taking. So now I invite you to think about a few situations in your own life. First, think about a situation that is high pressure or high stress where you absolutely shine. Consider, how does this happen? What is it for you that keeps you calm, steady, and anchored during this stressful situation? How can you apply this to other stressful situations in your life? I suggested that clarity and aligned skill sets can help us thrive here. Is that true for you? What else factors in for you? Now, I'd like you to think about another time or situation where you feel a more where you feel a bit lost at sea, stressed out, potentially overwhelmed, or just have to do something you don't enjoy doing. Name that thing for yourself now. And now, I'd like you to imagine yourself as Mary Poppins, standing in the room, still as a statue, swirling all the tasks and solutions around your head, just like magic. Now consider, how can you proceed in this situation without letting it get you off balance or make you flustered? How can you use your strengths, gifts, unique talents to create a new solution or see it in a new way? And is there any way to make this a little bit more fun, energizing, or meaningful? I encourage you to give it a try. Take a little small baby step forward and see what comes from it. Because as I said earlier, identifying that which is stressful or unpleasant is only half the battle and indeed when the real work of improving it begins. Thank you so much for listening today. Join me next week for another episode of the joy finding podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, leave a review or share it with a friend. And if you'd like to learn more about how to work with me one-on-one, send me an email at kate at katewolseywellness.com. This podcast was produced by Uncharted Collective. I'm your host, Kate Wolsey. This is the Joy Finding Podcast. Thank you for listening. See you next time.